Victims of the Fakari White Island disaster have today described the physical and mental trauma that robbed them of ordinary lives. Six companies are being sentenced in the Environment Court in Auckland after being found guilty during last year's trial. Each of them face fines of up to $1.5 million. Dozens of people filled the courtroom this morning to watch the hearing unfold, and Felix Walton was there. More than 50 people entered the courtroom in Auckland to watch the beginning of the two-week sentencing process. Court staff handed out tissues to victims, their families and friends. Judge Evangelos Thomas began the hearing by acknowledging the traumatic events of December 9th, 2019, which killed 22 people and injured 25 others. We acknowledge, even if we can't imagine, what you have all been through and what you continue to be through. Uh, It's about time. Four years is far too long to wait for your voices to be heard. Tour guide Tipene Mangi was one of the 22 people killed in the eruption. His younger brother, Tafai Mangi, told the court his grief had pushed him to substance abuse. After he died, I uh, developed a drinking problem, uh, heavy use in drugs, high-class drugs. But, uh, Tipene would want me to look after the whanau and take care of them. I'm off all the alcohol and drugs now. I want to honour him by keeping clean and taking care of my family. On the day of the eruption, Tipene Mangi was supposed to be on leave. His mother, Paula Tipene, says he was called into work at the last minute. Tipene came home with his brother and he had his work uniform on. I asked him, what's up? He replied, I got called in to go to work. So I said, I love you, son. Have a good day. That was my last kōrero with him. His younger sister, Kathleen Tipene, says her life isn't the same without her brother. Me and Tip have many fond memories together. We spent basically every day together. As a baby, I used to escape my parents' bedroom to sleep beside him. Even as I grew up, we both continued to top and tail. He would shove his stink feet in my face. (laughs) Hayden Marshall Inman, another guide for White Island Tours, was also killed in the eruption. His father, Alan Inman Marshall, criticised the agencies who responded to the eruption and lost his son's body at sea. His statement was read to the court by victim support staffer Colleen Ellis. Every morning when I wake up, I can see the White Island in the distance and wonder just where Hayden's body lies as he never came home, thanks to the incompetence of those responsible for his recovery. American tourist Lauren Barham Urie was on a honeymoon with her husband, Matthew Urie, when they were both severely burned in the eruption. She described her injuries in a pre-recorded statement. Over the past four years, I've had at least 75 reconstructive surgeries and laser procedures. I cannot begin to express the pain and suffering that I've had to endure since the eruption. It was truly the worst day of my life, and I will be suffering the consequences for the rest of my life. Ms. Barham Yuri was placed into a coma for two weeks after developing hypothermia on the trip back to shore. After waking up from the coma, I remember wishing that I had died in the eruption because I had gone from being independent to being totally dependent on my family. And I thought I would never be the same or worth living. I was embarrassed. I didn't want people to see me. The sentencing hearing is expected to continue for at least two weeks.